Hey guys, it's Alexander Dahl with Manifest Reality once again. Uh, so continuing with um, the interviews, we've got another one lined up and uh, we've got several more coming. So we'll just uh, keep going with it. Um, without further ado, here you go. All right, so I'm currently on the phone with Max Green. He's another musician that reached out to me about uh, my interview project. So I'm gonna go ahead and give him the chance to introduce himself. Hello, hello. Um, yeah, my name is Max and I'm a drummer. I play in a band called The Only, and then I am also a audio engineer at a studio in Excelsior called Helvig Productions. Awesome. So let's start at the beginning. What was it that you first identified in music as something that you wanted to pick up and be a part of and like have in your life? Well, honestly, it kind of started with the video game Guitar Hero. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that came out when I was probably in like third grade or something. And it just in introduced me to a lot of like really cool music that I never have heard of before. Um, my parents aren't much for like rock music or heavy music or anything like that. So I wasn't really exposed to much of that until I played that game. And then, and then I was like, you know what, I'm going to get a real guitar and try and do that. So I, I think it was in like, fourth grade or whatever i got a acoustic guitar and started taking lessons and really just kind of fell in love with with music that way like going on youtube and watching tutorials of how to play songs of bands that i really loved and like mm -hmm. just learning kind of that way and i don't know it was always just something that i loved to do just come home from school and play guitar and just kind of like a little therapy session. Sure. So that's that's how I got into it. Okay. Uh, so at some point you transitioned from guitar over to drums then? Yeah. So I, the kind of the city that I grew up in, um, there wasn't a whole lot of other musicians or like bands or anything. So I kind of, when I was, in middle school or whatever i was writing my own songs and you know there was no one else to play drums or play bass or do any of that stuff so i i was like you know what i'm gonna get a drum kit i'm gonna learn the drums and write some drum parts to the songs that i wrote mm -hmm. and accidentally i just kind of loved the drums way more than guitar mm -hmm. and just it came a lot more natural to me and just made a lot more sense to me and slowly i just found myself playing drums and bands and that's like now my primary instrument i still play guitar and stuff but i'm not i'm not that good at guitar <laughs> <laughs> i've I kind of had a bit of a an opposite approach with that where I started on drums and I still play drums. It's my preferred instrument. But a couple of years ago, I started picking up guitar and trying to learn it. And yeah. it's just a completely different thing. It's a lot more difficult to like sink your teeth into. Oh. Like 
Drum, drum, drums are easy because, you know, as long as you have like a natural rhythm, you can feel how to play the drums. But the guitar is just, it's something else. Because you get, yeah, you really got to understand, you know, you can, you can learn by like kind of how I did, which was just like by watching people and then copying what they do. But if you don't really understand the kind of the theory behind mm -hmm. it, and, mm -hmm the kind of the in-depth stuff you're never going to really like really get it or be able to take it to the next level and that was kind of my problem mm -hmm. i just couldn't understand the really complex stuff but with drums like you say yeah if you can just f feel the rhythm and there's no like what what key are we playing in <laughs> oh it doesn't matter to me well, you know. that's not entirely true because I, I've had I've had some very, you know, we'll call them technical minded musicians that have told me that my my drums are tuned incorrectly. Yeah, I mean when you're in the studio you obviously want to tune like the toms mm -hmm. to the key of the song, but other than that, you're not too worried like Yeah, but if you're just at like a bar show, like if your you know, drums are tuned to one key, nobody's gonna know a different know the difference. Okay, so you started writing your own solo stuff, and eventually you got to the point where I assume that you wanted to start playing these songs live or start playing live in general. Yeah, so those those solo songs were trash, um, not good, um, but just by them playing the drums and and trying to do drums for that, I. Uh, just joined a couple other different bands by the time I got into high school and started really just focusing on drums and playing the drums and bands. And then, um, yeah, after high school, then I was like, well, am I going to do this as a hobby or am I going to do it as like a, a career, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it was a hard decision to make, but I was like, I definitely don't want to work a real job mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. and work for somebody that I hate or a company that I hate and just kind of punch in and punch out. So I, I just kind of took the risk and I went to, uh, I really like being in recording studios and stuff. And I, and I, I was like, well, you can really learn about, like audio production and stuff like that's a there's many different avenues that you mm -hmm. can do you can do live sound studio stuff you can do kind of corporate audio you can mm -hmm. in the it there's all different types of stuff and so i went to school for audio production and then uh, music business and some of that was the audio production stuff was very useful I went to Hennepin Tech for that. Mm -hmm. The music business stuff, I went to Mankato, and that was just a fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> that that was a waste of two years for sure. But through going to school for music, kind of, I I got to meet a lot of people, a lot of other musicians. Mm -hmm. I'm currently in a band with one of the, the musicians that I met, um, and... Yeah, I got a, a job as an audio engineer and do that as my day job. And then 
on the all my other time, then I'm just gigging. I mean, when the pandemic's not going, I'm gigging and get right. starting to get into doing some studio sessions, like mm-hmm. drumming for other people. That's been uh, really weird, but <laughs> very challenging. Well, it's, it's cool that you've had the opportunity to like kind of finesse, you know, your hobby into a career that you're not, you know, ob- objectively, uh, you know, agitated with. Because in a lot of those instances where people try to turn their hobby into a career, you know, their resentment forms because, you know, they, it turns into the career that they have to be at, you know? Yeah. 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 No, I definitely, I definitely love it. Um, mm-hmm but there's definitely a lot of unknowns and no like guarantees really like there's no consistent paycheck it's like you have to make your own paycheck right like you have to get your own clients in the studio or you're not making money or Mm -hmm. you got to play at x amount of gigs or so did you did you uh, found your own studio or did you start working for a studio that was already in existence? Um, no, I so I when I was in college, I did a, a few internships just to to really learn and and just kind of build relationships. And eventually, I did an internship at uh, Helvig Productions, and was lucky enough after. A few months, I, I got, I got hired, but it was really just kind of right place, right time, sure, kind of thing. Where he he needed a, he was at the point in his career where he needed an assistant engineer and was looking to kind of grow the company. So I, I got really lucky, but because I know a lot of people that try starting school uh, studios and stuff, and it's it's really hard to start one from the ground up. Mm-hmm, definitely. There's just a ton of money that just goes into the build outs mm-hmm. and a ton of money into the gear and making everything kind of legit. And then once you open, then it's like, oh, you actually have to have clients. Yeah. <laughs> when I first started doing recording and got my own recording set up, I wanted to record demos for people so they could, you know, pitch them to, you know, whatever they wanted to do with their own demos. I just wanted to give them the ability to have a demo. And through that process, I um, encountered some, you know, not great people, other people that, you know, had the right, you know, spirit to it, but their, their music just wasn't there. You know, the whole gambit of people that I originally tried to, like, work with, I eventually just landed to the point where it's just like, you know, I'm just going to record and produce my own music, and this is just going to be for me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, there's definitely a lot of different um, artists and groups across the talent spectrum. That's for sure. Mm -hmm, For (laughs) sure. So what are, what are a couple like really prominent stories that have happened to you about music, whether it's something that's like inspired you to like continue to make music or something that had like a profound impact on you to make you like feel that you were doing the right thing with your life. Um, I don't know if there was one 
particular moment, but I just think it was like, I was very lucky just to have friends and family and stuff kind of just support me to do the things that I'm, I'm passionate about and just kind of like encourage me to just keep trying and encourage me to, to go after what I, what I want to do, you know, like not a lot, not a lot of people have, you know, when they say they want to do, yeah, I want to be in a band and I, I want to work in a recording studio, you know, <laughs> not a lot of people look at them like, wow, you are good luck with that, man. Right. We'll see you working. In, we'll see you back at PetSmart in a couple of weeks. Good luck with that. <laughs> and it's just like, I was, I was very lucky. Not that there's anything wrong with working at PetSmart. I love PetSmart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was just very lucky to have uh, some mentors and other musicians kind of just give me advice and, and just give me encouragement and support. And whenever I, I had a question about something, they were always quick to respond and, you know, tell me their do's and don'ts and just kind of that stuff and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff just adds up and just helps you kind of just keep trucking because it's very tempting to just quit and go get a real job and make way more money you know so so it definitely sounds like you've had a good opportunity to like develop your own music and also work with other people to create music and then with the band you're in the only um what uh are some uh, links or sources where people can kind of go check out your work and, you know, see what you've been doing? Um, well, you can find the main band that I'm in. That's like my, my project that I'm super invested into. Um, it's like my personal project, I guess. Uh, that's yeah. Like you said, that's the only, um, we're on, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all the, the social medias. We have uh, one record out called Chask. Um, and if you just type in the only Chask, you'll be able to find it. Um, we're on all streaming platforms or whatever. And uh, or through the pandemic, we've been working on our second album and um, some music videos and a bunch of new content. Um, and then other than that, I just do kind of work for higher projects where I'll just play in a song or be in their music video or something. But the, the only is my, that's my main, that's my main baby. So, yeah. Okay. And so uh, for the person that I'm interviewing, I like to give them the opportunity to put out a message as a last word, something that like resonates with you that you kind of want to put out there. Ranch and pizza are the perfect combination. And if you think otherwise, you're wrong. <laughs>